Hello, everyone. Welcome to my podcast, The Fitness Journey. All right. I'm Tommy Pimatico. Joining to me today is my good friend, Will Carter. All right. Say what's up, Will. What's going on? How are we going? Good. Um, so uh, for those of you who are new to the channel, what we're going to be discussing today is just uh, Will's fitness journey from the beginning until where it is now, uh, what got him into fitness, why he's still so passionate about it to this day. Um, for those of you who don't know, Will, um, he's a phenomenal athlete starting at a young age and you know, high school sports, big-time football player, wrestler, um, collegiate athlete at uh, Ithaca, captain, linebacker, um, placed, I believe, fifth in states in wrestling twice yep. Yep. in high school, um, and, and now is a big-time CrossFitter. Um, you know, he's qualified regionals on a team. He has done elite um, competitions at Wadapalooza. So definitely a phenomenal athlete, a hardworking guy. So we're going to get on into it. Um, so the first thing we're going to just talk about, I'm going to ask Will, is uh, where it all started, how it started, and where it all began. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's a really good question. Uh, you know, and I think for everyone, it's and it's a really good question because it's just, I feel like it's so different for so many people. Um, for me, it, like the earliest memory I have of being interested in like fitness and working out is from watching uh like com and watching and reading about like superheroes and comic books uh like i was really into you know i i did watch a good amount of tv uh you know so like those action figures and those different types of you know characters always had like big muscles and they were able to do like superhuman things uh so that was that got my interest um, there was also a comic book store uh, not too far from my house, uh, and I would ride my bike down there and just go look at the comic books. Um, I wasn't—I was definitely, obviously, into the characters, but it wasn't uh, the honestly almost like I really didn't care about the story. I, I just really cared about like what they looked like. <laughs> That's really all I was into, uh, you know. Like, I, and I and I would buy the comic books, and you know, I would buy them based on pictures that i liked that i saw in the comic not like uh there were certain characters i liked for sure but it, i really didn't care about the story okay all i really cared about was how they looked and like, who was that first superhero uh i mean well the big ones like well it was a couple different ones i think you know wolverine uh spider-man superman you know obviously incredible hulk you know those those characters were big um for me uh, and then TV wise, I'd be watching like Dragon Ball Z, which yep. was an anime show, which was very big. Those guys were jacked and, you know, I would, uh, was very into that. Um, and then I would go home and try to like draw them, uh, drawing something I've always been in into and trying to draw them and copy it out of the comic books. Um, you know, so that was like it, how it, it really like got me fascinated, I think at an early age. And then in that, I think that was a, cause of me starting to like f figure out okay the way that you build muscle is by or the way you look like that is by lifting weights and lifting heavy things uh, i also had you know some guidance from my brothers but they weren't really as into it um you know they weren't as into sports or as in, you know tommy and darren were both really good football players um when they were by the time they were high school but it was it, it wasn't as they weren't as into exercising as uh you know 
as I was, I think, at an early age, which is, you know, a, a lot of times I think people will say it was their brother that they're all if they have an older brother, an older sibling it, that caused them to start working out yeah. um, for me. But that wasn't really the case. Uh, you know, it was just kind of, you know, on my own. But I, I mean, like I have this I have this one memory of like how like uh, I was like watching Dragon Ball Z and then like but I was do, lifting weights at the same time, like doing <laughs> shrugs like and I was super into or just how that these like comic book characters and even just like, you know, I would see bodybuilders do had that, like they almost had like no neck and they had the, the trap muscle, like was, you know, huge and over-exaggerated in comic books so much. Um, and I would like really wanted those and I would just do like shrugs. I would do a set of shrugs and then I would go check in the mirror. <laughs> I do, I go back, I go back in the other room, do a set of shrugs and go check in the mirror again. And I remember my brother telling me like, it doesn't work like that. It's not you, you. This is my oldest brother, Darren. He's like, it takes time. It's not going to just happen. You know, like I would go and check. Um, so that That's was my initial, I feel like interest in exercising. And then, and I think my father, he recognized that he saw that at an early age and that he saw that I was, you know, into it. And also obviously sports too. Sports was a big part yeah. of, you know, I was pretty active, but like, I wasn't like an, um, early on, I wasn't like an amazing athlete. I mean, I was a good, I was a good football player. I wasn't like amazing at baseball. I was decent at baseball. Um, and that was like one of the first sports I played, but I was trying out everything. I was doing football, uh, you know, basketball, uh, swimming, you know, so, and my, my dad kind of few that was, you know, recognized that and was like, fueling me to try different sports and all that stuff and i would try anything and um at what age did he you start lifting so yeah so that going off of that would be you know like sports so i started wrestling in seventh grade um and i had a talent for it because i was just i was just kind of aggressive um but then once you learn how to like i had some good coaches and learn how to harness that you can you know do really well and you know if you're just an aggressive kid at, at a low level you'll be okay um, and I did well in my first year of wrestling as a seventh grader. And then there were talks to move me up to varsity, um, as an eighth grader. Um, so that was after my seventh grade season. So my dad wanted to prepare me. And so then we started, that's what caused us to start going to the gym and working cool. out. Um, so he took me to court sports, um, which is a gym that's still open, uh, in uh, yeah. Elmsford. It's like the one with the racquetball courts. It's, yeah, it's still I can't open. What it's called right now. Yeah, I don't know what it's called either. But that that was the original gym for me, and my dad took me there. You know, uh, geez, we went like every day during the week. You know, uh, when I didn't have practice um, and stuff. So you know, it was a combination. That was the first time I started lifting. Uh, and and that's Bill. What did what were you guys like? predominantly doing when you were in the gym like what was the training like we did it was like it was all push pull stuff you know we did uh we would do chest and like chest and like uh you know mixed in with baseball you know, chest and buys yeah. back and tries all and that good stuff all that good stuff you know we didn't do we didn't do a lot of legs because at the time you know there was it was still believed or still a rumor that like if you work out your legs it'll stunt your growth okay which you know i don't know i mean i don't know if that's true or not but it's still, i feel like it's i feel like that's probably the best thing to do if you're not and looking back at it if i was to go back like 
I would have had myself squatting the first day I went in. That's what I mean. Exactly. Yeah. That's how I feel about it now. Yeah. Too. That's a, if I were to go back, I would say start squat, squatting. Start squatting right away. <laughs> if you want you know to be a mean? good athlete. Yeah. If you want to be a good athlete, start squatting right away. I wasn't squatting right away. Yeah. Uh, you know, we would do like the leg machines and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But like, and I mean, he was, he, he, you know, he didn't know any better. He just, yeah. you know, he was told that's what is something that growing up he was told. So you know, at a young age, kids shouldn't be like doing like heavy le lifting legs. Um, but I, it's, yeah, if I would go back, I would, I would do yeah, that. That's sure. what you do. And we were doing, yeah, a lot of upper body stuff, bodybuilding, you know, you know, and I remember for some reason, like we would do, though he would have me do every time I did a in between uh, exercises, you know, you do bench press, then you go do curls. It would be like this monster set of, abs in between every okay. single exercise you know like that was a thing that he just like had me do and 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 started doing and he would work out with me too he'd be working out with me too but he's the one that showed me everything you know all the the basics and the foundation and i was you know at the time i was like 12 you know okay. going, turning 13 um so yeah that was like the building block of it and uh and yeah and that's when i started to really get into it and really like it um all right, so now you're 12, 13 years old, and you're getting prepped for wrestling. What happened that wrestling season in eighth grade? So did the they decide to move you up? I, I so I, I went up to I went up to varsity. Um, went up to varsity. Um, I mean, I was that that was I was really excited to be on the team. I was all about like the practices. Like they were like that was really hard practices. You know, that was like you know being. Uh, in that environment was, was something I liked, but as far as like how I did, um, I got annihilated. I mean, I was yeah. getting beat up every, every match was like getting mauled. I weighed, I weighed at 125, okay. 125 at the time, which is like, that's not small for an eighth grader. Yeah. That's not like, I feel like that's a good weight, but it's like, you know, a lot of in wrestling, a lot of times they'll bring an eighth grader up to, to wrestle the 99 weight class. Yeah. Because, you know, a lot if you a lot of times the 99 weight class, you'll get a forfeit. So if you just have a kid that weighs 99 pounds, that's guaranteed six points for your team. Okay. So so the 99 pounder will get a lot of forfeits. But um, that's not what they wanted out of you. Well, yeah, they just saw they just saw that I could, you know, I was I was good enough to wrestle on that level, but still 125, you're still going up against, you know, some studs, some some good kids. You yeah. know, they're 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 obviously light, but they're, you know, some scrappy kids. You know, there's uh and it got to the point where, you know, there was, so there was me and one other wrestler who was a sophomore. He would, he, he could be at 125 or 130. And if there was, let's say we were going up against the team, if they had a good wrestler at 130, like a really good wrestler at 130, and then they had an okay wrestler at 125, I would wrestle the really good wrestler. So I was that almost like a sacrificial lamb kind of. <laughs> um, and just so like, you know, like you know I, and my coach and my coach was really good he had this talk with me he explained it and like i was all about it you know i was like i'll do whatever you want me to do like you know uh and i mean my dad was like you know yeah you you, you do what's best for the team it doesn't That's matter awesome. you know what i mean do what's best for the team um but some of those matches are tough you know you just get beat up yeah it's time. a tough feeling yeah it's losing and losing over and, yeah wrestling is a tough sport like mentally because you know you're the only one out there no one um, to blame but yourself yeah, no one to blame but yourself and uh and you just keep losing and losing and losing. Uh, it, it, it wears on you for sure. You start to question if you're any good. Yeah. Um, and what's cool from there is that you ended up being a pretty 
you know, yeah, accomplished that's, wrestling. That's where, yeah, that's where, like, you know, I think, I think they're, they're every, in, in that sport, you're going to reach a make or break point where there's no way you can just walk in and be good. You're going to go, you have to go through a period of where you're going to get, you know, your ass kicked a little bit. And if you can tolerate it and, and wait it out or, you know, hold on to it, you, you'll, you'll end up being good. But a lot of kids know that I've, co- I've coached wrestling for a couple of years now, and I've had kids that have the potential to be good in the and they can't hack it. You know what I mean? It's tough. Um, and then, okay. So we could talk about football, but let's keep the subject on wrestling. <laughs> You ended up being, of course, really good at that as well. But um, when was the first time you won a section title? The first time I won a section title was my junior year of high school. So, you know, it was, it was a couple um, years of growing. Couple, yeah, what happened in 10th grade? Down. Did you get there? 10th grade. So 10th grade, I broke my ankle. Um, the first tournament of the season of my sophomore year, I broke my ankle. I won the tournament, which was cool because it was my first tournament win ever. Um, and in the match, yeah, I broke it, but I was still able to hold on and win. Uh, and that was that was like like my sophomore year. I had put in like leading up to my sophomore year, I had put in a lot of work. And the expectations like, I, were high. Yeah, the expectations were high. Like I was, but like freshman year was still not great. But like sophomore year in the off season, I went to a I went to a, a wrestling club. I wrestled like year round. I was doing off season tournaments. I was lifting with my dad. I was running. You know, like I'd put in a lot of work. Uh, and I was ready for my sophomore year to be, and like my goal was like I'm gonna be a three time second champ. Like that was my goal. Um, and and let's talk about that that match. So then yeah, so then so then the first tournament of the year, I'm pretty juiced up. Like I had like when you when you go into a tournament, you get seated based on your accomplishments and what you've done. I had no, I had nothing, so I was seated last. I was seated last. Okay, and so I was going up against the first seed, but. But like I, I knew who that kid was, and I was like, I know I can beat this kid, and uh, and it was a, it was a battle match. It was a battle match, but I won that match. Sick. So that was a big turnaround, uh, and then and then so I beat the one seed, um, and then I won won my second match, won my third match, and then the finals, I was I was winning, uh, you know, and I had but my I did a lift and I felt something wrong with my ankle. Um, luckily, it was there was about there was only one period left, so. You know, uh, I was able to hold on to the match. I knew something was wrong with my ankle, but like, you know, adrenaline's pumping, you'll be okay. Yeah. Um, you know, get it done. And I was super happy uh, to get that win. So that was that was awesome. Broken ankle first secures the first tournament. Yeah, win. first tournament win, broken ankle, which was pretty. You know, that was cool, I guess. But I did. I actually didn't realize the ankle was uh, broken. We we um, God, I can't remember, but we didn't. I don't know. We didn't go to the hospital. We <laughs> went. <laughs> Uh, we Sounds went to like, like no. so we, we, we saw the trainer, we saw the trainer at the tournament and they told us like, Oh, it looks like a really bad sprain. And my dad was like, okay, it's a bad sprain, you know? So, well, so we went home, we, you know, iced it, took care of it, whatever. And like, I just had some crutches. I, I don't remember if we, I don't know if we went to a doctor or not, but like after, after a couple of days, it like wasn't, I went to school, uh, like it wasn't getting better. Like I remember try walking on it. Um, and and eventually went to the doctor and the doctor's like he got an x-ray the doctor's like it's broken and my dad like, my dad was pissed um so yeah that was that was that season but i did come back my i did come back for the end of the season like three months later um it was we had the cast taken off a little early uh bill was able to get it off or bill was able to get the doctor to take it off a little early and 
but I just hadn't been wrestling. So, yeah. you know, but like, but what we were doing is we were going to court sports. Okay. I wasn't able to wrestle, but I was going to court sports every day. Um, we were lifting up our body, you know, I couldn't run, but I was on the elliptical, the, the elliptical thing with Bill, me and Bill would go on there, um, with the cast, uh, you know, that was, that's that, and that was just like, I feel like that was just another like reinforcing part of like, you know, there's no excuse not to be working out. You know, I didn't know it at the time, but like those little things that I did during that period, like, I feel like most kids would just stop doing anything, stop doing anything. Oh, you have your, your ankle's broken. You know, what can you do? You know, but I mean, it was, you know, I was still going to practice to watch my team, just watch them. And then, and then I would go to the gym after um, with Bill. So, I mean, that was, I think at the time you don't realize it, but those things reinforcing you. So. And then we got 11th and 12th grade, 11th and 12th grade, two section champs, two section champs. My, my, my junior year, I took fifth in the state, which I was really proud of. Um, my sophomore year, I was like, I really wanted to win a state title really bad. Like that's all I wanted to do. Um, and I, I, it got in my head that in order to do that, that I needed to cut down a weight classes. Um, and that was a mistake. That was a big mistake. I cut too much. I was like 170, you know, 173 and I cut down to 152. Um, so it was like a 20 pound cut for, for someone that's not carrying a lot of body fat. That's, you know, I mean, that's tough to do. It's a big, yeah, so that was a big cut and it, and it was, it was, and I ended up taking fifth again at States, which was great. But like, by the time I got there, I was just so beat up and so run down. I just couldn't perform. And that was senior year. That was senior year. Yeah. I took fifth there, uh, which was cool to, you know, to place back to back and stuff. And I was proud of that, but I learned, unfortunately, I learned a hard lesson. You know, it's, it really, your body, you feel like I felt as long as I get down to 52, I'll be good. And, you know, like it was so hard to make that cut. I almost didn't like, you know, there was matches where I didn't, almost didn't make the weight. There was several times throughout the season where it was like, you know, and in order to wrestle, in order to wrestle at 152 at a weight class at the state tournament, you can't, you have to accumulate a certain amount of matches to prove that you can maintain that weight. Okay. So it's like, you can't just show up that weekend and be like, oh, I'm going to cut down to 52 for this one. No, yeah. you have to accumulate uh, more than half your season at that weight class. Okay. And uh, now it's, so that was two back to back. And um, what was cutting like for wrestling? Cutting was brutal. It was brutal. It was, you know, not taking a, uh, in a lot of calories. Um, by the time I was a senior, I had it figured out. Um, was it like more of the traditional style? Like I'm going to go sit in a sauna for an hour yeah, and drain stuff. every ounce yeah. of water out of my it body? Was, yeah, that was like, like I mean, in my, my like my sophomore year and even my, my junior year, like, and and uh, all throughout my, my freshman year, it'd be like, you know, a 10-pound cut. That's that's not a big deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, that's yeah, sitting in the sauna, watching what you eat a little bit, and just as long as you're working out a lot, like, you'll be okay. You'll make that if, it, you know, if you just focus on it. Um, but then my senior year was a different level. It was the 20 pounds was, was big. Uh, so it was almost like I, every time you, every time you eat, you have to have a workout that can cut the calories you take in. You know what I mean? If you, yeah. eat, if you eat three meals and you have to work out three times, that's what I've learned. So it's like in order to, okay, I want to have breakfast. Well, I guess I have to run before if, okay, then then school was, school was good because school would like keep my mind off how hungry I was. And like, I could make it through the day without eating, you know, like there were days where it was just like a banana, you know, like, and then I'm like, all right, I made it, I made it to, you know, I made it through to the school day. 
practice, whatever, go practice now. I'll eat after practice. You know, like there were days where I'd go without eating. Um, and like, I don't, my parents weren't aware of how bad it was, but you know, they, you know, uh, but I, I hit it from there pretty well. So it's yeah. like, not like my dad was encouraging us. He just didn't know. Yeah. Um, and, and is that how you started your day with a run? Is you'd wake yeah. Up so yeah, it would be, this was something me and my dad were doing. This started like my sophomore year. So we started, we would go up, we would wake up before school. It was a four mile run from my house to, it was to the police station and back. Um, so it was four miles and we were doing that in like a half hour. Okay. So we were moving. moving. Uh, yeah, we were moving pretty good. Um, and there were so many times on that run where like, Oh my God, I just didn't want to do it. Yeah, I was like, this. it was like, yeah, it was, there were so many times I, like, I would think about weird things. Like it, it was to be in the middle of winter. It'd be like a patch of ice. I'd be like, Oh man, if I just slip on this ice, I'm done with this one right now. Like, Mom will come pick yeah, us up. Like, I was like, God, I've, I've had those thoughts. Uh, I've never had those thoughts. Like I've had those thoughts in like CrossFit workouts, but on those runs, I've never had it more in my life. Uh, but imagine. yeah, but I mean like, but, but then like, you start to see the results and then you're like, okay, this is paying. And I can see the results like, with, uh, you know, with my, just my, just like my gas tank, just being able to go for, and I noticed that my software here, just being able to go for a while, you know? So. Yeah. And, uh, so every day, wake up, four mile run, go to school, go to practice during season. Did you work out at all? Or? So during season? No. Well, during season, it would be, it would be go to practice at school and then I'd go to another practice at a club. So it'd be two practices a day. Um, and the club was, the club was like, the club was tough. It was a tough, it was, you know, it was no mess around. It was all the good wrestlers in Westchester. You know, I had a, one of our, our Brian, whose son, AJ, you know, Brian's one of our members at Immortal. His son wrestles at Somers. And like, I told him about the club and like, he went there, he brought his son and, and the, they never went back. You know, yeah. like he said, it was like, like the Cobra Kai of like wrestling and, and, and it, it, it's, it's a tough club. It's like you, everyone is there to beat you. To be the no best, one, yeah. like there's no, if you, if you decide to wrestle somebody, they're going to try and pin you as soon as possible. There's no like messing around. Everyone wants to be the best there. Everyone's trying to get better. Um, yeah. It's like, it, it, and it's a tough atmosphere to be in, but it also like that produces like it's a harsh environment to be in. Yeah. Um. So I was so I would do my practices, then I would eat, and then and then my dad would drive me to that the second practice, uh, which was it's Iowa style wrestling Deagles. Um. So that was like, so like in in relating to what I'm doing now, like multiple sessions, like you know I was doing that in, in high school. So I guess when like you know you hear about athletes doing multiple sessions that wasn't uncommon for me you know what i mean i think it started out for me as a young age you know run in the morning school practice eat practicing you know, and go to sleep and then go to sleep and yeah. that was high school and that was high school yeah that was high school during wrestling scene for sure uh and then and, what was uh, let's talk football yeah i mean so football it was uh you know football is obviously a big team sport so i mean like that leading up to that was a lot of lifting and uh that was like where i fell in love with you know the off-season training of of working out and running and, and lifting all those heavy lifts and that's where i fell in love with with that side of it you know football was an awesome experience for me and i loved my high school i was four years on varsity which was great um you know going through two a days those 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 are you know everyone who plays football goes through two a days and they know and they know about that style of camp and how it's 
you know, exercise, you know, you're doing workouts and prizes twice a day, which is, you know, can be no joke. So, yeah. Yeah. And then from there, you played four years varsity football. Four years you know, varsity accomplished and then decided to go play college football. Yeah, I decided to play college football and instead uh, of wrestling is was Yeah, that like so a, yeah, I was I was a better wrestler than football player. Um, you know, I was getting heavily recruited. I was getting like D one offers for wrestling and like some D three offers for football. So like and I made a goal where I mean my father, we talked about, you know, I wanted to be a division one athlete. Um, and it looked like, you know, I my I love football. I like football more than wrestling, but, um, it looked like that wasn't going to happen with football. The only way that would happen is with wrestling, you know? So I was really looking at those, those division one schools. Um, but a lot of coaches, you know, you, my senior, as I said before, we talked about before I wrestled 152, you know, um, they were talking about cutting down to 145, you know, wrestling at 145, you know, and that was just like a huge yeah, turnoff for me. Uh, you know, like, and not every coach was talking about that, but some were, um, and you know, and like, I just, I, I wrestling, I was burnt out by high school, by the end of high school, I was burnt out a little bit. Yeah. I mean, and I, even though, but I still, it still ap appealed to me because like, I wanted to be a division one athlete really bad. Like, and those schools were just awesome. You know, the huge, you know, the facilities are amazing. The schools are amazing. So th that appealed to me. Um, but then I was lucky enough where I found the right school, uh, Ithaca, which, you know, had that combination of, it had a great football program, all their sports. It's a big sports school. And it also had like, had those facilities, had those things, and, and had the school that I, you know, had the uh, academics that I wanted. So, and um, I've heard you say before, once you went to college, that's when you learned how to eat. Yes, yeah, that's that was a big game changer. Like, uh, you know, you you get there and you and you're on this team. You're you know you, you're you're 17 at the time. You show up and there's just these massive dudes. I mean, guys are just. I, huge you know and i'm talking like you know big you know there are some big guys there and you're just like wow you know hi and then and and two days in college is at a different level because you're with each other all day you go you wake up you go you wake up you're you're probably you're sleeping with one of your teammates you know you're sharing a room uh you go to breakfast you go to practice then you go to lunch together then you watch film you go to practice again you go to dinner together and then, and then you watch film and then you go, go back to bed with each other. So it's like, it's, you're with those people all day. And the first thing I immediately noticed is how much these guys were eating. Um, and it's like, and yeah, and you're, you're just like, I'm getting my one plate of food and these guys are coming with trays, you know, like yeah. a tray with three plates on it, full, full, you know what I mean? Like, and that was immediately like wow you know like that that is a game changer uh and this is something that i need to learn more about yep um so yeah that was that was a big big thing for me obviously my college career was was great and uh but learning uh what food can do and i really learned that in the off season uh my you know coming after after my freshman year of like off season lifting um, I think I, I went to school weighing about like 170, 175. Um, and I came home that summer about 190. Okay. Um, so yeah, yeah I came nice home about 190. Pounds. Yeah. So, you know, it was a good 15 pounds of muscle and, uh, it's a lot, a lot of work. It was a lot of work. Uh, but I loved it though. 
it was an awesome environment to be in. You're, you're given everything you need. Here's this workout program. Here's a meal plan. Go like, yeah, yeah go. You know what I mean? And then, and you're going and you're, and your, your best friends become the guys that have the same goals. Yeah. You know, so like everyone's trying to get bigger. Everyone's trying to get stronger. You know, everyone's trying to, you know, accomplish those things. So you're just invested in it. And there's just, it, it was a great environment to be in. That's awesome. And, um, you know, some of the food that like, uh, you were telling me the other day, how you were eating like, you know, one and a half times your body weight yeah. and protein. Yeah. You know, like a lot of people will say like, oh, you don't even need to eat like more than 0.8 of your body weight. Like, so like if you're 200 pounds, you only need to eat 160 grams and you're on the other end doing the complete opposite and eating 300 grams of protein yeah. a day. And I mean, I think that that speaks volume. It's like what food can really do. And, oh, yeah, 100%. you know, it's about experience with yourself, but you know, you were just eating like a horse and that's when you started seeing these yeah. ridiculous games. And I'm sure people are just asking or wondering like, well, what about supplements? And my senior year for high school football was the first time I took creatine, you know, which is a great, great supplement. It worked well, helped me out. Um, and, but I didn't put on 15 pounds. Yeah. It was, there was not, and I was working hard. You know what I mean? I was working hard, but I didn't put on 15 pounds. It was in the off season, my freshman year. Yeah, I was, I was lifting. I was, I was taking creatine, but the, the only thing that changed was my food habits. And that is when the real, you know, gains started. You know what I mean? That yeah. is the number one, you know, you don't even, and even like there are people who, you know, supplements they think is the answer right away. I mean, if you don't have your diet in check, then there is, you know, it, it's, that needs to be number one before you yeah. go to supplements. You know, without a doubt. A hundred percent. Yes. That's what people misunderstand is that supplements supplement your food. You know, that's why it's called a supplement. So if that, if your food isn't dialed in, those supplements aren't going to do anything for you. Yeah. Um, all right. And then, you know, throughout college, I'm sure you, you had some pretty big numbers. What were, what were you lifting? Like, what were you well, yeah, I mean, like, Yeah. I mean, squatting, like, uh, my, my, by the, my junior year is when I like got really big, like sophomore year. I couldn't, I couldn't break through the 200 wall, like going in, I couldn't break through 200 going into like weight wise. So then like June, when, once my sophomore year was over or season was over and like, that's all I was concerned about was getting as big as possible. Um, and that's when I started like broke 200 pounds. I was squatting 500. I was benching. Um, I think my junior year was like, it was around like 365 for three was what I tested at. Um, you know, my cleans like were okay, but because we had such bad form, you know, we yeah. had such bad form. My cleans were bad. It was like 275 for like six, you know, like it was, so that was, that was good. But that, you know, looking at that now, it wasn't great, but, uh, but yeah, my front squat was, you know, 405. So I had, I know I had a you know, heavy leg, big legs, but, um, and then my, by the time my senior came around, I had had some bad injuries. So my legs weren't like, that was the peak of my strength for leg wise. But then by the end, by my senior, I was benching for 405 for two. Um, so, but my legs were strong, but I just had injuries that like, you know, I just couldn't get, get them back to 500. Like I was squatting, you know, like I was like, I was only, I was squatting just like 30 more pounds than what I was benching, which was, you know, kind of, but yeah. that's where my, that's where my body was, you know, football, you take shots over the years and my legs, I had some bad injuries. So um, and you, you tore a few things in your knee, right? Yeah. So my, so my, I had hamstring problems and then, and that's what caused me to like be able to 
I, I recovered from that, but I was still able to work out. But then my senior year, I blew up my knee, tore my ACL. Um, and, and like, yeah, that season ended for me, which was really hard because that was probably one of the hardest things I've been through, um, as a competitor was losing that season. Those are all my best friends. Those are, that was the season I had worked for. I had done everything to make that season. Like I was playing at the time I was playing the best football I've ever played in my life. I, I was four games in, I was at, I had 37 tackles, you know, like I was, I had a pick, I had a sack already, you know, like I was statistically doing very well. Um, and I worked very hard, I was paying off, and, and then my knee got blown out. Uh, so that was tough. Uh, but uh, luckily, I was able to come back the next year and get another year of eligibility. Um, I didn't get surgery on my knee, which was, you know, um, Interesting. kind of uh, very rare, uh, very different. Um, till this day, I haven't got surgery on it. So my ACL tore, and then it, it scarred over. Um, and I also had some other stuff going on, MCL, PCL, both slightly damaged, um, bone fractures, uh, a few more tibial condyles. So it was a lot going on there. Uh, but luckily I think it, it was a testament to like my fitness and, you know, I was, my legs were really strong and I, uh, and I didn't need surgery, which was crazy, uh, to a lot of doctors, you know, to a lot of surgeons. Uh, so that was a crazy process to go through because one surgeon was like, listen, we can get surgery and then, you know, you'll, you would be ready for next year. But if you don't get surgery, you know, you don't, you, we don't know how it's going to be. And, you know, there's, um, you still can be ready for next year, but there, you know, your recovery might be not as well if you get surgery. So it was a real mind fuck, you know, me and my parents had a long talk about it. You know, we went to like two different doctors, two different surgeons. Um, and we, I decided, Based on just like I was, I was based on how I was feeling. I just didn't end up doing it. So that's good. And yeah. it seems like you didn't need it. Yeah, it ended up being the right decision. I was fortunate. I wasn't. I didn't have to get surgery. So all right. And now we're done with college, and you are a freshman CrossFitter. Yeah. Look so at how do you go from two hundred whatever pounds meathead to yeah some CrossFit fairy right it was yeah i mean i was a big fan of bodybuilding so like honestly that's what i thought i was going to do after football like i thought i was going to be a bodybuilder like i, like, I want to do a show <laughs> like I, awesome. I love the olympia i still follow it you know i love all those those guys are awesome um but then my brother my brother opened up a crossfit gym and like you know he was like you need to try this and i was like yeah you know i'll try it i'm gonna still keep my gym membership because i want to lift and um and that's what I started doing. Like I would do CrossFit at his gym and then I would, you know, uh, still go to New York sports club and do like my lifts. Cause I was, that's all I knew at the time. And I was so in love with that. But as the more I started doing CrossFit, the more I got hooked and the more I wanted to do more. And, uh, and I remember there was this one day where like, I was like, it was a lazy Sunday or something. And Tommy had been out. Uh, and then Tommy came home the other, came home and he was like, You've been watching CrossFit videos all day, haven't you? And I was like, I was like, yeah. He's like, you're done. He's like, you're done. He's like, that's the first. He's like, that's the first sign that you know you're 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 hooked. And and he was right. After that, I was just you know watching videos of Froning and, and all those top guys. Yeah. Then I was hooked. I canceled my New York Sports Club membership, and then I was just doing CrossFit full time. Um, and and shortly after I came home. Like I was doing CrossFit for about like three months and then the open happened. Then there was the open 
Yeah. And for those of that don't know the Open, it's a it's a CrossFit competition worldwide where they test. They get five tests over five weeks, one workout a week, and through that they decide who on a, a leaderboard who is the fittest overall ranking. And so we'll go back to your first Open. Yeah, I mean once once like you once you put like where there was able to put a tangible like score like after those three months of doing it, like i there were times where like i was like oh wow i can i do good in this workout but then i do really bad in this workout and, like i noticed those things but then once you're able to put a number on it and see a leaderboard like that really you know hooked me and like i really wanted to do well you know like i was I feel like I feel like I was inside the top one thousand in like New York or I'm sorry, in the Northeast. Um so like I was like nine hundred and something. And like but then I was able to see all the different workouts where you rank and what other people are able to do and that was like that was you know that do was you a big remember injury. your uh, best score from that open, like placing wise. Oh, best score. I'm sure something was like. I I don't I don't I. There had to be a thruster workout. Yeah, there. I think there was a thruster workout. I did well on. There was a. There was that was the overhead squat chest the bar year. Okay. So they did that one twice. That was the first year they did it, and then they did it the next year. Um. The, yeah, the two things I was good at early on across it was pull ups and thrusters, and so that pull up one helped me. That pull up one I did good on. I think I was like in the top 500 or top 400 and then the thruster one. I don't, I don't, I don't remember. I remember the pull up, the pull up one being, good. yeah. Yeah. And I remember that there was a, that was the year the deadlift box ladder. Box mm -hmm. jump. Oh, I remember, yeah. That was like, that's like a terrible one. Yeah. That was terrible. Like to this day, I probably won't be great on that, but, <laughs> but that, but that workout, like that one ruined me. And that's something like, you know, and that was a big eye opener for me. Cause like, I'm like, this is heavy bars. I'm strong. Yeah. How come I can't, yeah, do, why, this how come well? I can't do this? Well, you know, yeah. like it, it, you can be as strong as you want, but like if you don't have gas tank in your legs, like that, I remember thinking that. Uh, so, yeah, that was, and then from there it was like I made it my goal. Like I wanted to do well in the open, you know, I wanted yeah. to do well in the open in the next year. So. And then you kind of like obviously with your work, but that's kind of where your headspace was at. It was like, all right, I'm going to work and I'm going to do crossfit. Yeah, that's where my headspace was. Absolutely, I was like. I'm gonna I was teaching at the time. At first, I was I was subbing, and then I got a job in the Bronx. I was teaching in the Bronx, and then, uh, you know, I was just come home and do CrossFit, go to the gym, and either take class or take class and then do more. And then, I think it was like about like five, five or yeah, about six, six months out. Like I started, Tommy started giving me like an individual program and stuff, and started like following my own program which like i was so excited for and i thought that was like the coolest thing ever because you see all these athletes on like they have their own programs and there's you know there's a bunch of different things out there a bunch of information so i remember thinking that was really cool and uh yeah. and so your first open like nine something in the northeast which is new jersey connecticut new york maine all those states in the upper east region 900 out of you know probably ten thousand yeah, people 10, 000, easy yeah. Do you, what was your next year? How much did you improve? Was it like, okay, it like, this is legit now? Yeah, it was, I went from like, I was top, I was in the top 200. I was like, you know, I think I was just, I was like 150th or one or one thirtieth somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, so after like, that, yeah. you were like, all right. Yeah. I was like, this big. is, I was like, what you're doing is working. And like, you know what I mean? And like, and uh, it's, but it was, it was like, that 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 year journey was like you know i worked really hard and i and i was also doing like competitions and 
And like there were competitions where I would win. And then there was a competition where I took like did terrible, you know, like, so those things definitely fueled me also. Uh, and not just the wins, but the losses too. Like, you know what I mean? You, there's always like, I remember the first cross competition I did, I won. Then the second one I did, I won. But then like, I went to this really good one, the beast of the East, uh, which was a good one. And that one, like, just opened my eyes a little bit. Like, hey, there's, you know, well, like, I won two crossers. I was feeling like a big shot. Yep. That one, I did, I did got my ass kicked. And I was like, there's a lot more work. But that's, like, motivating to me. And I think, like, when you lose, that's, like, that's like it's almost a good thing in, in my eyes. Uh, I like, you know, if, you, if, you go, if you're going out and you're, and, you're, and you're seeking out high competition, then you're doing, you're doing the right thing. You know what yeah. I mean? So... That was motivating to me. And then seeing how I did in the open, that was very motivating as well, too. Like, it's working, and, you know, I'm still not where I want to be, but it's working. Yep. And then at one point, I remember probably a couple of years ago, I was like, all right, this is all I'm going to do. Yeah. It was like, I'm not teaching, and we were going for it. Yeah, it was. Uh, and so- just so, sorry to cut you off, but just so you guys know, top 25 in the, the region you get a chance to go to regionals and qualify for the CrossFit game. So we're, you know, we're one step away from the, the highest level you could be in the sport. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it wasn't until, I think it wasn't in like the next year in the open, I took like 77th. Um, and then after that year, you know, me and Tommy had a talk and he was like, I think you should just be training full time. Like, I think you should be doing this full time. And, and I was like, Okay, I was like, <laughs> I, I, like I, say less. Yeah, I, I was planning on going back to school to finish my master's degree, um, and so like that's kind of how I swung it. Like I was like, oh, I'm gonna go back to school, finish my master's degree, and do training the whole time. So not working will allow me to, you know, a lot of people when they do their master's degree, they'll do it part time. You know, I was gonna do it full time, get it done, but then I'm also this also allows me to train, yeah, a lot. So you know didn't really have a, I was coaching at the gym. So I would do that as well. You know, not a lot of income, but yeah, I was training full time. I went like all in. And that was like, what, like just real quickly, what was the training day? Training was like, wake up, you know, go to the gym, do a session, uh, you know, lift major lifts done, Metcon, go home, eat, go back to the gym, uh, I think, no, actually at that time, I think I, I had gotten a rower and a bike by then. So it was normally come home and like do some rest and a little bit eat, then do some sort of do intervals, conditioning, conditioning, and then go back to the gym and do another. If I, if I was allowed to, so like Tommy was like, really like, I was all about, I was really into volume. Yeah. I was about, I really wanted volume. Um, and Tommy was like, no. You're you don't not, need that. You're you're not. There were certain there were. He would give me specific examples like you're not moving well enough in this workout. So why would I give you another one? Yeah. Like, why would I allow you to work out more when you're not doing well? And and I'm when I say doing well, it's not like it's not like a, a score. It's like not putting up a certain time. It's you need to focus on this just this workout. Imagine this is the only workout you're getting today like you need to move really well and do it a hundred percent do a hundred percent and i think that's like the biggest thing with people who start crossfit and they see these competitors and they're like oh if i want to be that good i have to do as much as them when you know realistically it's like no less is more right now absolutely when you're and when 
And like, especially what I was training for was the open, which isn't a competition across three days. It is, you need a max effort for, you get one shot at it, then you rest and you do it again. Like there's no, it needs to be, you know, you need to execute perfectly and you need to perform really well. So in order to do that, your training should be focused on one workout, um, one workout. And even if, even if you just are starting out, that's still what you should be doing. If you're not training for the open, um, you know, if you plan on doing like a, a competition one day, then yeah, maybe you, you, you throw in a couple extra workouts in there, but volume was what I wanted. And it was just like, you know, I, but I was, and like, he was holding me back in that sense, but it was a good thing at the time. It was very good because, because then, you know, then, uh, I started, I started with a team, uh, a team. And like, I noticed how, and I was going up against other good athletes. Um, and I noticed how well my movement was compared to theirs. And these are guys that were doing CrossFit longer than I was. These are two guys that were on the team that went to the games, you know, like, and I, and they were, and they were very fit and like our, we would definitely be, be close in workouts, but like I was consistently beating them. So like, that was something that was like, okay, so what your brother is preaching to you is That's right. quality, able yeah. to move with quality and able to execute in a workout as opposed to, Hey, let's do this workout, rest for a little bit, do another one. Yeah. If you have time, we'll cram in that other one too. Yeah. So that was like a big thing for me. Um, and that was a big, uh, you know, that made me a lot better. I feel like that accelerated, you know, I got to, I got to a pretty good spot. I was, you know, working hard and got to a pretty good spot. And, um, yeah, so you went to, he went to teams twice, regionals, uh, or no, I'm sorry, once regionals. Regionals went once. And then, and then the next year we didn't have a team and like, and didn't have a team. And I was fine with that because even the year that I did go, my, I was trying to make it as an individual. I came in 33rd. Um, and then I was like, all right, I'm going all in. Not that I was already, not that I wasn't already all in, but I'm, I'm like, I'm going all individual. There's like, there's no safety net for a team. There is Indie or nothing or nothing. And, uh, and yeah, that, that, that training year was, was good. It was, it was tough. I did the, uh, you know, I was doing the, um, the running program, the running program. Yeah. The, yeah. What's his name? Uh, I can't remember. Hems- no, Chris, uh, right. Yeah. Some with an H. Yeah, something like that. I can't remember the, the aerobic capacity. Program. <laughs> yeah, the aerobic yeah. capacity program. Um, I did that. I was doing that on a salt runner. I bought an assault runner. Uh, you know, like I was doing that program along with other training, but still, like the volume wasn't crazy. Um, I kept like asking for more volume, and and Tommy would give me a little bit more that year. So like, I was I was given what I wanted, you know. Um, and then yeah, that open happened, and it was a tough 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 way it turned out uh i ended up being in a qualifying spot but then the video got uh re- one of my the video that we had to submit got rejected because i wasn't locking out fully on the deadlifts and, and that cost me my spot yeah so pretty much what happened i'll explain is uh it qualifies top 25 what were you 23 yeah, well, yeah, they, well, they qualified top 25 and then but there was enough people going team where you slipped in. I slipped in. I was like 27. And then like three people, four people four dropped. So that yeah. gave you like the 23rd spot or yeah. something. And after every, each week you do one workout and they submit a workout to the CrossFit Games and then the judges review it. And 
this year was that the year that this happened, it was very, um, it was bullshit to say the least. It was, you would see videos of elite athletes, like not perfectly locking out reps and they were getting by. And essentially after reviewing Will's deadlift workout, there was a workout with high volume deadlifts. They just said he wasn't fully extending his hips enough at the top. And that was enough for them to say, all right, um, you're going to lose points. And that took him out of the top 25, which was some crazy, crazy shit. Um, but yeah, I didn't agree with him at all. You could check out everyone's videos. It was all the same. So that cost him a spot. But I mean, from there, it it seemed like it was a good turn. You got a new coach. Yeah. So then, I mean, after that, it was uh, Tommy, like he needed to focus on the business more and, and I didn't want him to. Well, I mean, not that I didn't want him to. I wanted to, I wanted to keep him as a coach because I thought we were, you know, he had helped me out so much and it was I've gotten so much better. I felt like I had an advantage over people with him. Um, and yeah, but he had to focus on his business more. You know what I mean? And he needs to focus on the gym and making money and providing a good product for his members. And he was putting a lot of time into me. Uh, so we explored other coaches, you know, um, all this, you know, I, I'd been to a few camps. So I looked at, you know, a bunch of different coaches like Misfit, CompTrain, um, Train Think Tank, uh, which are all you know, great coaches and great programs to follow. Uh, but I ended up going with uh, Jason Lydon, who owns CrossFit Milford in Connecticut. Uh, and he runs a program called Conquer now. Uh, and yeah, and then that started a really good um, relationship and a really good coaching, coaching program. So yeah, I've been doing that. And uh, just based on seeing him, it seems like you've reached a new level of like elite like the at one point it seemed like you were definitely like on the cusp of like really fucking good but like you know there was other guys where it was just like they're just fucking good and now i feel like you're at the level where it's like doesn't really matter who you're going against it could be your if it's your workout you can go win that fucking yeah, workout and then tommy you know the first thing he said to me is like i've taken you as far as i can go yeah, and that was something he told me. Like I didn't believe. I was like, no, there's more. Like yeah, we can go. Like we can keep. And he's like, no, I feel I've taken you as far as I can go. Um, you know, and and yeah, he was right. You know, I mean, he he, and I mean, could could we have continued it? And I think yes, but like Jason has such a knowledge for the competitive side of the sport. You know, what I mean, he's just been doing it for years. He's had team. He's had a team play second in the world. He's you know he, he's been in that environment for so long. Um. So yeah, going to him and then going down to Connecticut to train uh, was a big turning point for me. And like, it was just a, cause like I was after that, after not making it to regionals that year and the way it happened, I was very like down. I was like really depressed. Like I was, I mean, it was hurt, it hurt bad to put in all that work. And, and not really get the show yeah, for it. And like, I felt like I earned it. And then because of a few deadlifts that, you know, you could argue about, like that I get taken away was, was tough to swallow. Uh, really tough. So like I was almost, my fire was a little, was a little burnt out. Uh, but then it was reignited definitely by Jason and like the environment that he creates at his gym and just how he has, like, I went, I went there and there's just all these good athletes, like all these stud athletes working out. And I was just like, Jesus is like this is like being back in the wrestling like this is the 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 wrestling academy I went to like everyone's here to win no one's here to lose and like and if you're in that environment you'll either like break yeah and or you'll get really freaking good and I knew 
first day I knew that was the environment that it was. And you know? yeah, and you went team with them, our boy Ricky. Yeah, you know, Ricky. Yeah, I mean, went went team. You know, and yeah, Ricky's Ricky's one of the really good athletes there. But like, and and the first day, like Jason's like, you're going head to head with him. We're gonna, and and it was just a war. And like we like, and it was great. You know, like I won, he won. I, you know, like we went back and forth in workouts, and like, and I feel like people can shy away from that, or that can like intimidate people. But if if there's anything I've learned in my career of like being a competitor, it's like, if you're not trying to find someone that can beat you, then you're not going to get better. Yep. There's no way. If you have, you're afraid to lose. Yeah. Like put yourself in a, in like a tough situation and see how you come out. Like I had one of the examples, even with me and you, you know, like, what was it? Was it that year, the open where the workout comes out that it's wall ball, bro. Wall ball, bro. Yeah. Like that's T palms jam. That is his, that's, you know, that's your yeah, that's workout. Where I'm going. That's your workout. And like, you know, and the first thing workout comes out, I get a text from you right away. You're like, we got to do this workout together. We're doing it. And like, and in his mind, in your mind, you're like, I, I want to, I want to beat him. And, and, you know, I feel like I could have easily shied away from that, but I'm like, no, this is a perfect opportunity for you to get better. And for an athlete that maybe that hasn't, hasn't been doing as long as you, as long as you beat you. So like, how are you going to handle it? Yeah. You know, and it's, and it ended up being a fucking sick show. (laughs) It ended up being a good show. It was, it was Friday night lights. The whole gym was watching like, and, and I knew, I knew I had put myself in a position to lose and get better, but either way I knew I was going to get better from it. And you know what I mean? You can't be afraid to lose. And like, it's easy to say that. And I've heard that so many times throughout other, like, you know, motivational speakers, but, what what is a situation to lose? A situation to lose is going, knowing maybe you should lose. Yeah, going yeah is is me versus in oh him his wheelhouse workout and my not wheelhouse workout. Yeah, I'm not wall balls and rowing are not two of my strengths, um, and they are his strengths. So like, and then on top of that, let's put it in an environment where everyone's watching. Everyone's and watching. yeah, where there's no holding back from yeah. either person. You know what I mean? It's like I know I'm gonna get better. It's, it's and no, that's going to get me better. So. Yeah. And, you know, he didn't shy away. I was kicking his ass for 12 out of the 15 minutes. And yep. those last three minutes where he puts in that extra, you know, two hours of training every day, that's where it fucking shows, man. And, you know, he's been in that situation before plenty of times. And boom, that's all it takes. And uh, it was fun. And, you know, now he's finally went back to Indy. You're by yourself. You most recently qualified for – Wadapalooza, one of the most elite competitions in the world. And what'd you place to qualify? Uh, to qualify. Tenth, tenth yeah. in the entire world. Tenth in the entire world to qualify for this competition in Miami. That's like a no shitter. Like everyone wants to go there. I mean, that's a pretty fucking nuts accomplishment. Yeah, that was that was a big that was big for me because just cause like the past like I before before that, before individual was I was doing a lot of team qualifiers, you know, so I was doing the team ones and we were doing really well at, at Milford with Jay. And that was, then those were a lot of fun. You know, I did, I did, uh, the competition in France and French throwdown, we did the, uh, mid Atlantic, you know, so we, we had done some, some fun competitions. Um, but to qualify on that high level was almost like putting to bed what happened in the open, 
several years ago, you know, like, cause I remember going into that qualifier thinking like, you know, being nervous about an individual one, just I haven't done one in a while. Yeah. Uh, and, and like, that's, and that, and the last one I did was the open, which, you know, turned out terrible. Uh, so to qualify it, that was almost like putting that to rest and, and accomplishing that was, was big for me. That made me feel definitely made me feel good. For sure. Yeah. Uh, and then it'll be in a little shot with you. He got, you know, he got pretty fucking sick while we were down there, which was crazy. Yeah, it was, uh, that, that was tough. It was like, you know, he got there and I was, I had, so then like, you know, now we're, now we're looking back to, you know, just about five or six months ago, you know, I, I, I've reestablished my career. Um, I got a really good teaching job that I love. Um, and then I qualify for Wadapalooza. So it was kind of like, oh shit. Like, know, like life's like, life's I finally good. make the, indi- yeah, life is good. I finally make the individual competition. Um, but now I, I've sacrificed a little bit less time. Like, I don't have as much time to train as I normally do. So I had to work really hard and prior prioritize my time very carefully to get ready for Wadapalooza. And, and I did, I put in a lot of work. It was, you know, yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, I, I'm at the gym 24 seven. He's waking up, coming to the gym for 5:30 class, takes class, goes home, goes to work, coaches whether it's football, whatever, gets to the gym at seven o'clock at night, trains for two to three hours, and then goes home. And that was every yeah, fucking so day. That was every day, yeah. So you know, it was a lot. It was a lot of, a lot of work, and it was for Wadapalooza. You know what I mean? And then yeah. I get to Wadapalooza. Day one goes well. Um, day two, wake up a little not feeling great, something's going on, you know, but then, uh, don't perform great. And then in between, yeah, by the second day, halfway the second day, I knew something was wrong. I was very sick, uh, you know, and then third day, like, all right, I'm really sick. I need to go to urgent care, you know, 101 fever growing up, uh, you know, they gave me medication. Um, and you know, but I, I still finished the competition. I was, nowhere even close to a hundred percent. It was almost like a, it was like a mind fuck. Cause like you're, you're out there and you're in this environment and like walking onto this, onto the stage. It's like, like this adrenaline pump, but you feel absolutely terrible. Like yeah. you, you don't want to do anything. Um, so just being able to get through that. I was, I was proud of myself. I was able to get through it. Um, and, and finish the whole, the whole thing. Um, but yeah, that, that was a tough pill to swallow. You know what I mean? Cause I had put in a lot of work and then I was without a doubt the best shape I've been in ever. I was the yeah. fittest I've ever been going into that competition without a doubt in the seven years I've been doing CrossFit. That was the most fittest I've ever been. Yeah. And that's where we lead to now. And that's uh that's Will Carter's fitness journey. Um, last thing before we go, um, if you had to give one piece of advice, to someone who's starting any kind of training, what would your advice be? Any kind of training, it, it takes time. Yeah. It, it takes time, and but consistency is like the number one thing. What are you consistently doing every day? And, and, and every opportunity you get is like a page, a page in a book. And, you know, you keep writing each page down. Are you writing it down with quality? Or are you right, trying to get as much in as you can? Is it volume? Is it, is it you know, what is it that you're doing? Um, I think if you focus on quality and you put in the time, by the end you'll have, you know, a really thick book of 
not just like scribbles and like I did this little workout here, I did this workout here, of quality work. And that's going to produce results. All right, my man. You heard it here. Thank you very much, brother. Uh, So we'll see you guys soon. Stay tuned. We got episode two coming your way. Uh, Have a great rest of your day.